This is the Langpreneur podcast where each week we interview experts in the language learning industry who will show you how to turn your passion for languages into a profitable online business so that you can create an independent career doing something you love. I'm your host, Jan van der Aan. Hey everybody, this is Jan and you're listening to episode number 51 of the Langpreneur podcast. Welcome back. Yeah, episode number 51, uh, one episode per week. That means that by next week, we'll have been doing this uh, this show for a year. And I'm going to make a few special announcements in next week's show. So make sure to listen because we're going to change a few things here on the podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm going to share everything you need to know in the next episode. will be a special episode to celebrate our one-year anniversary of the Langpreneur podcast. Now, in this episode, we're going to talk about Instagram. Yes, Instagram is one of the platforms that you can use to grow an audience of fans, of super fans. Now, here on the podcast, we we talk to YouTubers. Uh, we've also had a few people on the show who became back on Instagram. Um, of course, blogging is another option. Podcasting, like what we are doing here. Um, but yeah, Instagram is also something that that seems to be working very well. Um, seems to be working wet, better and better for some of the Langpreneurs. So yeah, I thought you know for today I asked Stephanie from Lerner Deutsch to come on the show here and share with us how she went from zero to 200,000. I think now she's at 210,000 followers on Instagram. And she built that audience in just four hours years now recently she also quit a full-time job uh, which means that you know she has the time to fully focus on Lerna Deutsch on her language project and she's doing this together with her partner so in today's interview we're going to learn everything about Steffi's background story how she got started on Instagram and how she managed to grow the channel so quickly the three essentials for growing an Instagram audience um, also going to talk about sponsorships and how you can monetize Instagram through Patreon. And of course, Steffi is going to share with us all her best tips for those of you who want to get started on Instagram or who want to grow your channel faster. I hope this interview is going to be inspiring for all of you who want to make a big on Instagram someday. Um yeah, so let's get started. But before we get started with the interview, I first wanted to mention that on the 17th of November, that's in 10 days from, you know, from from now, um, depending, of course, on when you're listening to this episode, but we are launching our advanced group coaching program. So this group coaching programs, you know, is for those of you who have been working on your language business for at least a few years, if you have experience with email marketing, website building, content creation, sales, all that kind of stuff. And or if you have built a substantial audience, what we're gonna do there, like in a small group from four, it's only four to six people, um, we're gonna help you reach the next stage in your language business. So we're gonna redefine, we're gonna challenge your strategy um, and really help you to create stable income streams, stand out from the competition and, you know, make a real impact in the world of language learning. If that sounds like something for you, then make sure to go to langpreneur.com forward slash coaching. And um, there is an application process. Make sure to fill it out and then I will get in touch with you if we think you are the right fit. Okay, so langpreneur.com forward slash coaching. 
I need to be quick. If you're listening to this after the 17th of November, you can still go to that link and uh, there is a waiting list. Okay, langpinot.com forward slash coaching. Now, let's get started with the interview. Here's my interview with Steffi. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Steffi, welcome to the Langpinot podcast. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is you do. Hi, Jan. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, my name is Steffi, and I guess I'm here because I have a big um, social media presence. I'm teaching German online on social media platforms and also on Instagram, on YouTube and TikTok. And yes, right now I have like 200,000 followers on Instagram. And the idea is to integrate the German language um, in their daily life. So when they scroll through their feed, they can learn through my posts. Um, it's mostly German words. They can read, they can listen to, but I also have some interactive quizzes um, where they can try what they just learned. And I also have some videos where they can see me and learn through funny sketches and yeah. That's yeah, well, so, what I do. <laughs> yeah, so that's a huge following, right? 200,000 on Instagram. There's not many language learning channels that I could find, at least, mm-hmm. on Instagram of your size. Um, yeah, so I guess one of the things that I'm going to try to figure out during this interview is how did the channel be- become so big, right? Like, when do you get started? Yeah, so I started around four years ago. Yeah. And the reason why I started actually was because I found a similar account, what, which was uh, teaching French, mm. French words, it's called. And I loved the idea so much. Um, like, just like I said, scrolling through the feed and then get in touch with the language learning. Um, so I looked for German accounts and I couldn't find any back then. So I thought, yeah, it's an amazing idea. I also had friends uh, back then and my partner that are learning German. So this would be a great way to address all of them at one time. Yeah. And yeah, and then the idea was born basically. Yeah, and were you still working full time or what were you doing at the time? Yes. So I was always working full time next to it. I was also studying. I um, just finished my bachelor degree this year um, in economics. And yeah, it was always a side project and because it just gained so much popularity and I wanted to put more time in it. Um and realized, oh, I can actually make a living from it. Um, I invested more and more time in Lerner Deutsch. And I started to um, reduce my hours in my full-time job. And now in July, I finally started to be full-time in Lerner Deutsch. Oh, really? So yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's take us back to the beginning. I mean, you started four years ago. Um, mm-hmm. Was it the plan to eventually make this a full-time gig? Or Not were you just all. doing for fun and see yeah. where it yeah. No, I could have never dreamt of. It was always just a fun project um, to help my friends. And also I'm very passionate about languages. I'm learning a few myself. So it was really fun um, just sharing my native language with others. And also I got from the very beginning, very positive feedback. So it was a huge motivation to keep going. Mm-hmm. And I post a post every day. So um, the engagement was very big because of it. Yeah. yeah. So it how do happened. you... Yeah, so how, how do you grow the channel then? How do you become so big? Is it just consistency or like any other secret tricks? So I think it's a major point of consistency. It's really, really important um, because if you don't post, um, I think no one is looking for you just like, the, like because not every person, they post, they follow a lot of po- uh, accounts. Yeah. So um, 
you will be just lost basically. So if you post every day, um, you basically, yeah, they remember you this way, right? Yeah, so, stay top of mind. Exactly. And um, I think in the first year I had like, after one year, 5,000 followers, something like this, maybe 10 already. Um, but what I did back then, I had an idea in mind how I share the words and I didn't really listen to the feedback of my followers. So I think this is the reason why I grew quite slow because after a year, I really started to uh, use the feedback and change the posts um, and it really changed a lot and I was growing much faster. But I think it should be a mix. Like you should really listen to the feedback you get, but also stay authentic, do the way yeah. you do. Like I'm not using every feedback I get um, because also the opinions are different. Every follower wants something else. But I definitely listen now and I got many great ideas, um, which I probably couldn't come up myself um, yeah. because I'm not learning German and it was mm -hmm. a great help. Yeah. How much time did it take you at the beginning? How much time were you able to invest in, in, in growing the, uh, well, the Instagram account? Are we talking about five minutes per day, half an hour per day or even more? Um, I think at the beginning it was less than half an hour a day because I really just did this one post. I wrote the German word. I wrote the English word a bit later, but just this basically. And I put a few hashtags. I didn't really look into it. Um, this all started later that I really learned more about this whole social media. And then obviously the time I spent for it was much bigger. But at the beginning, it was really just a bit, yeah. Mm. What, uh, like you said that one, that that French channel was one of your main motivations, okay. right? Was that French channel big at the time? I mean, were the other, what was the Instagram landscape like four years ago? I mean, yeah, this one was ago, but... <laughs> This one was quite big. Um, I don't remember the exact number, but probably something above 100,000. Mm. And um, yeah, I just really liked the style. It was a simple, I don't know, the account is called French Words. Yep. And it was a simple gray post with a word and uh, sometimes some uh, pictures also on it. And I, I love the idea. Yeah. Mm. So it was really <laughs> just doing that every single day yeah. for four years. Mm -hmm. um, how important were like partnerships or how do you call that like uh, collaborations with other instagrammers is that something that mm. that you have found to be useful or not really mm. so i just recently actually started uh, with corporations uh, with some other um german teachers or in this niche um but it's for me it's more like um you know staying networked networked um having fun together because uh, being self-employed. Now I work with my partner together, but before it was just me. So it's nice to work with someone together. Um, so I can't really tell how corporations help you at the beginning while growing your channel. But right now that I already have like quite big number, um, the difference is actually not too big. Um, if I do a, a video with someone else, I maybe have like the following of two days instead of one day, hmm. but uh, it's mostly fun, yeah. I guess it can help. Like I would recommend it when you are a smaller channel, um, just find someone with the same amount and, you know, it definitely helps to be seen by others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How fast can you grow an Instagram channel? Like, is it realistic to double the size of your following every year? Because you said after one year, you only had mm -hmm. 5,000. So how did it grow from 5,000 to, to 200,000? Like, is this exponential or? Yeah, it's definitely exponential. I think at one point it became less so let's say from the last year um it wouldn't always be more and more 
but I also uh, change a bit of what I'm doing. So I'm trying it uh, like more engagement. Like before it was always my post because it took me a long time um, um, to like the idea to show myself. Um, so just like uh, for a year, I start now really showing myself, doing videos. Um, so they know who is Lerner Deutsch. And uh, I think this helps because now they have someone uh, in face behind it. And um, yeah, so like it depends what you do. Like humor is always good. If you do something funny, you can definitely grow faster. But yeah, I don't know if you can grow endlessly. endlessly. <laughs> yeah, well, we will see over the next few years, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, now you have all this following and, and then what's, what's the next step? How do you monetize it? You said you quit your job. How do you? Right. So, so far it's just through sponsorships. I um, yeah, cooperated with some um, language schools, online schools, but also with some magazines, um, everything that helps uh, someone learn German. Hmm. Everything I tried, of course, before, because um, I don't advertise anything I don't believe in. But um, so this is my main income right now. But I recently also started uh, on Patreon. So I'm because I post these quizzes every week on Instagram and the followers, they love it. They write me every day. Please do it every day. Uh, we want more quizzes. So I wanted to give them the option to learn more. So on Patreon, I now offer learning packages where they get the vocabulary list. They get an interactive quiz so they can try what they just learned. Yes. And some language puzzles. So this is now another income stream stream. Um, but it's just recent. So I just started last week, literally, literally and um, let's see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. And how do you, so it's like for a fixed fee every month, they get access to all those extra materials. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. They pay a little fee and then they get every week a new package. Mm -hmm. And how do you promote this on your Instagram channel? Like in your stories or do you have a link or yeah. call to action in your post? So I have a link on my account. Exactly. But I also, um, because I post this quiz every week, so at the end of every week, I post a slide now and um, yeah, like a call to action, uh, swipe up. If you want to do more quizzes, uh, you can find mm. it here. Basically. You said that in the beginning when you started, you were only posting, um, well, basically graphics, you know, you, people couldn't see your face. Right. So how was that to, to, you know, put yourself out there? And, uh, and be in the spotlight. Oh, and record yourself. Weird, yeah. It took me a really long time to get comfortable in front of the camera. And I also started on YouTube. I think that was the first time I showed my face. <laughs> and now looking back at the videos, they're very awkward in my opinion. Like I feel so uncomfortable. I'm so shy, um, which got much better now. So right now I'm so comfortable in front of it. I can, you know, easily talk and yeah. Like I, back then I wasn't able to really show who I am, which I think helps a lot um, because if you're not authentic, people won't like you. And also you get tired of showing this person you are, which you not really are. Yeah. So, yeah. But mm. it got definitely better. And also like the feedback um, got very good on Instagram and the engagement is much better. So I think it's really... Um, the plus if they're if it's personal if people feel like they know you um because they're maybe more willing to give a like than just see a random word yeah how important are instagram stories mm, i think yeah i mean they're very important like um the post on the feed um 
they are seen by much more people than my stories. Um, but the stories are a great tool to do like things that you don't really want to keep on your feed, mm -hmm. right? They disappear after 24 hours and they are more casual. So like recently we went to Ikea. So I just did a little story. Hey, we are on the way to Ikea and just writing like the German text and English text so they can listen to a German and they can also read the translation. And, but it's nothing I want to keep forever, right? So um, yeah. it's just, it, I think it gives like a personal touch. Yeah, it's like a behind the scenes. Exactly. And it's of course very important uh, because you have the option to swipe up to links um, for sponsorships. It's very important. Mm -hmm. Or in any case, if you want to send them somewhere else, I think that's the only way right now. I mean, Instagram is working on it, but so far that's the only way. Mm -hmm. What were you doing before you quit your job? Like what kind of profession? Um, so yeah, I study uh, economics and I was starting my career in project management. Okay. So I was working for a big company because um, this is like my other passion. I've always been very organized. And at one point I realized, okay, that's the way I want to go. Um, yeah, if it wouldn't have happened with uh, Lena Deutsch, I would definitely continue in this direction. Um, but yeah, I just love languages too much. So <laughs> So how is it you, you know, first work in a company and then make that transition to working for yourself from home? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So at the beginning, I was scared of, but I really had an easy transition because I started from, you know, doing it on the side and then just invest more and more time. And it's just amazing being your own boss. Um, like sometimes I worked in different companies before. So sometimes you don't get as much work. So you feel like you have to stay until the hour is over. You yeah. need to work eight hours a day. So I don't have this at all. I actually work more now than before, yeah. but I can choose. So if I know there is a family event at the weekend, for example, I can plan my time the way I need it. Yeah. So I can do things I want to and still work. So what does your working day look like? I mean, how much time do you spend on content creation and what do you do the rest of the time? Yeah, um, I like my all day is basically Lerner Deutsch. I because I'm so into it. I it's my work and also my hobby. Right. So even if I watch TV, I always get ideas and then I write it down. Okay, I should do it this way. Or if I teach German idioms, if I hear something, I always write it down immediately. Mm -hmm. um, but I think um It's about 40, 60, maybe 30% like content creation and 60% everything else, like the business side and yeah. Yeah. And engagement with the followers, this kind of things. Mm -hmm. And you, you do this with your, with your partner? Yes. How, and so how, is, yeah. how do you divide the roles and how does that, what are the dynamics <laughs> of that? Yeah. Uh, so this is very new. So he just started, uh, joined Lerner Deutsch in July. Like we've been together before Jana Deutsch, so he knows the whole story. He always liked it very much. Um, but now we decided that he will join our this journey and it's working amazing. Like I was really <laughs> afraid before. I thought working with someone 24-7, like you don't yeah. have anything else to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or we just talk about only about the company, nothing else anymore. But it turns out to be Like we talk about a lot about Lena Deutsch, but it really turned out to be so much fun. It's um, like, it's everything. It doesn't only happen in my head now. I can really brainstorm about ideas and he's a very creative person. So he really helps me a lot with it. Um, yeah, but right now the task, like this is the benefit we have as self-employees. So we don't 
we are not stuck to one position. We can basically choose what we want to do. We can support each other at our tasks. Uh, but right now it's this way that I um, focus mostly on Instagram, all the content and engagement, because that's what I've done from the very beginning. And he's more um, on YouTube, like editing the videos because he also studied sound engineering. So he has some experience in this. Um, yeah. So what has been, I mean, you are on Instagram, that's your, that's where you have your biggest following, right? right. And then, but you are also on YouTube and on TikTok. Exactly. Um, so let's first talk about YouTube, because how is YouTube different from Instagram in, in your experience? I mean, obviously, you have to create videos, right? Whereas on Instagram, you can just upload post, posts. But yeah, tell us a bit about your experience with, with, with YouTube, like how has it been going for you building that channel? Yeah, um, I think we're growing quite uh, fast. So we're starting now posting videos once a week uh, together, my partner and I. And we have like since July and we have now like almost 6,000 followers. Um, it's a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of work. Like you said, like it's a lot of, it's a whole video. It's not just a post. Bless you. <laughs> so it's um, not just... Um, to, like this is a whole project like it, video editing can take like two days for example while the posts take much much less time um, but it depends like you also have to share the video so we're trying um, that the video will be seen by as many people as possible of course because we're still quite small and it like every time we post the video afterwards it will take like an hour to share it in any Facebook group and everywhere we can on Instagram yeah so it's it's a it's a lot of work, yes. And of course, you can also send traffic from your Instagram exactly, to the YouTube yeah. channel, right? Yeah, yeah, that's YouTube. very helpful. Uh -huh. But it's a lot of fun because it's very different, like talking to the camera about a topic for ten minutes. Like we talk about it much longer, of course, but the edit, like the final video, is ten minutes. Um, it's really interesting. It's a new thing and for us, and it's really fun. We laugh a lot, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So why did you decide to start a YouTube channel? Is it you? that you just wanted to diversify or any other particular reasons? Yeah, I think it just gives you the option to um, talk about something for longer. So what we do, we have two different, like we actually post two videos a week and the Sunday video is um, there where we answer the questions of the people. So they send ah. us the questions. And so we have a much better chance to give them a right answer than just in a comment, for example, where you have yep. to try to explain it in three, four sentences. So now we really can go deeper into this um, in the explanation. And I think it's really helpful. Oh. Mm -hmm. Do you know any other, like what we call Langpreneurs, any other, you know, Instagrammers who, who teach languages or, or YouTubers and what have you learned from them? Mm -hmm. So I know a few by now because I've been to a few language events. There is the Expo Lingua, for example. It's like the biggest language event in Europe. So I met a few. Um, yeah, like um, it's really important also, also for the corporations, right? Like I love to network with them because I think we, like we are not really competitors. We are like kind of co-workers and we can learn a lot from each other um, and I don't know if I, um, yeah, like, how do I phrase it? Um, they're definitely a big inspiration because I can see what they do. I'm always trying to do my own thing, but I, it definitely helps to look at other accounts and see um, how they do it, right? Hmm, yeah. So I can get ideas. Yeah. So what about TikTok? When did you start with that? TikTok, um, good question. I think probably a half a year ago or something. 
Um, TikTok is an amazing opportunity to grow. If you really post frequently posts, um, you can have hundreds of thousands of followers, um, but it's a lot of work. Like I think for TikTok, it's very important to be funny and to post very frequent, which I didn't do in the past. I posted like once a week or then a month passed and I didn't post another video, but it's some, definitely something I have now on the list that I really want to post a video every day or every second day at least, because I think it's it's just a great opportunity to reach so many people. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. Do you think there's a difference in the audience that you have on, on TikTok and on, on Instagram, for example, because people always say that, TikTok is for young people, right? Like, do you notice that as well? Um, yes, definitely. I wouldn't say by young people, but it's, I mean, it might be, but it's more funny. Like TikTok is really about just having fun and being silly. And it definitely is not just dancing. Like I think this reputation is very big, but um, yeah, it's definitely, you have to be funny. I, I wouldn't be able to post my post there and then expect that people would like it. Yeah. So is it difficult to be funny? I mean, I mean, I, I that, that would be a big challenge for me, I guess. Um, no, yeah, I try to, yeah. I try to post some funny uh, posts, but um, yeah, it's difficult to come up every day with the most hilarious video. I think so. <laughs> yeah. So if you, if you want to do it well, it means a lot of hard work mm-hmm. and uh, getting out of your comfort zone, I guess. And, exactly doing stuff lots of stuff that you well to entertain people basically right so any any tips for for instagrammers like in the in the language learning space i mean there's Mm -hmm. so many language channels uh, on instagram Mm -hmm. but there's only a few that are really big right so Mm -hmm. anything that you want to share with people who are on the same journey but maybe in the early stages Mm -hmm. so i think like like we said basically before uh, consistency is very important and i think uh, really stay authentic like this way um this way you are not like any other language like i've seen many accounts and they all post the same posts you know like they even take the same posts and post them yeah. so why would i follow like um, just my point of view but why would i follow someone that is not unique in one way right it's I see this post everywhere. So it's not so appealing to me, but if I see someone and even if it's just like seeing a person, like no one can be you. Right. So just Mm -hmm. doing by this, it's, there's a reason why I would follow this person. Mm -hmm. And if you're authentic and people like you, um, then I think it will work if it's what you like to do, what you're passionate about. Yeah. And something that you can keep up with, right. Basically you need to to be consistent as, Basically, everybody says that I interview on the podcast here. Yeah? So what's yeah. the, um, yeah, what does the future of Lerner Deutsch look like? I mean, you are monetizing mainly through sponsorship. And then, of course, you mm-hmm. have Patreon as well. Are you thinking about creating your own courses at some stage or doing some other stuff? Yeah, so the great thing about Lerner Deutsch or this thing in general is that there are so many options, right? <laughs> I could give one-on-one lessons. I could do a course. I could do what I'm doing, the Patreon or sponsorships, but uh, there's so many more ways I don't know now. But um, so I didn't really know. I I haven't really exi- uh, decided now what it will be 100%. I think it's just like trying and doing. But what I know for now is that I don't want to put myself in the position of a teacher. So I don't want to give a course 
again, today we're going through this grammar rule, tomorrow that. I like the idea of um, me being uh, like a friend to my followers and teaching them German and we can laugh together about the German culture or even about me like in a video. So more like the friendly way. So one idea I had is um, that, for example, founding, like um, starting a book club. So this way we can talk about the book together and it's more casual. It's not like, okay, now we have to learn this and this. We talk about the books, they can ask their questions. They can uh, even about the book or about the language itself. So it's way more casual, yeah. So the idea is that you pick a book and everybody in a group reads the book in, in German, I guess. Exactly, yeah. And then like once per week, you have like an online hangout or something where you discuss. Exactly, like a life lesson. So maybe there will be a, like different memberships that you can have, like, you can ask me your question, you send them to me, and then it's like a webinar kind of thing. Yeah. So everyone, um, so I answer like the most uh, common questions to everyone. And the other one would be like a VIP book club, where you really, uh, where we are live and we are talking to each other. Um But I didn't want to finalize everything in every detail. I like to plan things together with the people. So, yep. you know, like a bit like the project management uh, methodologies, like sprint, like I say, okay, let's talk what worked, what did we like, what can we change? So basically that they have their best experience, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good thing about having an audience, right? Because if you have, well, a big audience, you basically can mm -hmm. do anything you want, right? As you said, right. online course creator, one-on-one -on -one teaching, maybe, you know, do some group coaching, maybe even live events, not in 2020, mm -hmm. of course. But, um, yeah, so how are you, you going to make that decision? I mean, are you going to, how well do you know your audience? Are you going to survey them or do you know enough just by reading the comments? And Yeah, I mean, I, I know them quite well already because I'm, On Instagram, every day I read all the comments. I read all the messages I get. As oh, really, I mean, I get a lot of messages. I How read many as DMs? many as I can. <laughs> How many DMs do you get? Ah, oh, too many. I don't know, like hundreds every day. Hundreds. It's, yeah, yeah. It's. Uh... <laughs> well, what do people ask? I mean, that's what I always wonder when I see those big channels. It's always different. It's so different. Like sometimes they ask me for they have one question they want to know, what does this oh. mean in German? Sometimes I get um, pictures of a paper and they ask me, can you please check everything? Wow. Yeah, but sometimes I just get really nice comments saying, hey, thank you so much for your job, uh, for your work here. It's amazing. It helps me so much. Sometimes it's asking me if I give lessons. So it's really a bit of everything. Mm. Any other tips or things that you want to share? Any lessons learned over the last four years of building the Instagram channel uh, besides growing? Yeah, and besides what you already said. Yeah, I mean, really stay authentic, do what you love to do and yeah, maybe plan it better. So for me, I really just recently started to monetize it. But if you want to make a business out of it and live from it, you can definitely start earlier with it you can have 20,000 followers and you can make money with it um, just do what you love to do and find your way basically yeah and how because you're very organized I guess that's a typical German thing be, um, yeah. <laughs> how do you organize your your content like do you organize it by the day or like batch everything and then create content for each week Yeah, so my plan is always to every Monday to sit down to record everything, create the content and then post it each day. But sometimes like it's it's very flexible and I like doing it this way because sometimes I 
feel like, okay, now I want to post another post. So I post two per day. Um, and then I have to start recording the other posts earlier. So it really depends. The idea is ideal would be me sitting down on Mondays, creating everything and post it, but mostly it doesn't work like this. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, great. If people want to learn more about you or what it is you do, where can they go? So right now, the best is, I guess, on Instagram. The channel is called Lerne Deutsch. It means learning German in German. Um, but we are also working on a homepage, but it's not online yet. Uh, but it will be found also on the Instagram account. So I think that's the best address for now. Yeah, well, thank you very much, Steffi. It was a pleasure talking to you and we're going to follow you on Instagram. And of course, <laughs> we're also going to check out your website as soon as it's done. Um, yeah, thank you. And uh, looking forward to maybe meeting you in person one day. Yeah, I hope so. Thank you so much for having me. It was so nice. <laughs> Are you at a point where you feel you need some expert help? Then make sure to check out our Langpreneur coaching programs at langpreneur.com forward slash coaching. For now, thanks for listening and see you in the next episode.